and welcome to Guide to the Unknown, the show where I, Kristen, and my brother William tell each other about spooky stories, scary mysteries, whatever strikes our fancy that's chilling. And this week, it is spooky stories. Yeah. We've done monsters in the past, but this time we're going to be talking about urban legends Mm -hmm. and their modern brethren, creepypastas. Yep. Uh, So this is literally going to be us telling each other scary stories. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go first. You want me to go yeah. first? Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure kind okay. of a thing. Okay. Um, what I've done is I picked one story that always freaked me out. Okay. And I've never really heard much of anybody talk about it. Okay. And maybe it's because it didn't light the world on fire, but uh-huh. I always really enjoyed the story. Yeah. I have another story uh-huh. that is, from what I can tell, kind of a creepypasta classic. Okay. Yeah. And then as a third thing, just to, just to feel out the show and see where we're going. Well, how long are they? Should, should we only choose one or something? Those two are, yeah, we should only choose okay. one. Okay, okay. But then I did, I did pick a few nice short stories. Okay. If we're in the zone and we just want another, I picked some that I happen to like. I got Some you. shorter ones. I want to hear the one that set you on fire. Yeah? Forget the world. Yeah, alright, fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. You're right. Let's be free. Let's yeah. just be ourselves. Let's. So, um, I, uh, uh, let me give you a little bit of a background. On you? Yeah, who I am <laughs> and why, why you know me. Yeah. Uh, no, my life. Did I say we're brother and sister? My fascination we're brother and sister. with Did creepy... Did I say that? Yeah. Oh. Probably. I don't know. Um, my fascination with, like, scary stories. Yeah. So, uh, I've always been super into urban legends, mm-hmm. but creepypastas, which by the way, for people out there who are not in the know about what a creepypasta is, yeah. I can give you what I think the history is. Okay. So, I believe um, that in the age of the internet, message boards, and blah, 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 yeah. people would constantly reshare the same thing over and over and over, Yeah. and that came to be known as copy and pasting. Like, right. Those are copy pastas. Right. And then when people started writing little scary stories mm-hmm. and people would share them, they those were known as creepy pastas. I think it's so awesome that creepy pastas even exist. Like that yeah. there became a culture of people writing short fictional stories oh, and yeah. sharing them online. That's such a cool creative thing. It's big. It's big yeah. too. I know. There, I think it's awesome. Yeah. There was uh, on reddit.com, the front page of the internet they call themselves. Yep. <laughs> There is there is a subreddit, a subgroup mm-hmm. called No Sleep. Yeah. And it's exclusively people writing scary stories. Yeah. And based off of that, there's now like a huge podcast been going for years now. Yeah. The No Sleep Podcast, where yeah. they actually like act out and dramatize and put sound effects on top of yeah. scary stories. I actually narrated a story oh, that's right. on that podcast. Allie and I did a, a full story, just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the stories that I picked here, not the one I'm going to end up reading, yeah. is a story that I said to them, like, let me act this out. Uh-huh. And they were like, nah, somebody already took that. Oh. Um, so is that the one that set the internet's pants on fire? Yeah, that was the one that people seemed to enjoy. I yeah. shouldn't say it set the internet's pants on fire, but people seemed to enjoy it. There's also that other Reddit board, Let's Never Meet. Have you ever looked at that one? I have a little bit, but yeah. That's like... Real life, I think, or, you know, people try to frame it as them, scary encounters that people have had. Oh. I love that board. Really? I like that better than the creepypastas. Yeah, I have a hard time. It's it's difficult for me to sift through because there are so mm-hmm. many bad ones. I actually, in doing prep for tonight's show, yeah. I used to keep a file of all the best creepypastas that I would find. Yeah. And I would literally just copy and paste them and put them in a big Word document uh-huh. so that I could always return to them and reread just yeah. the good ones if I wanted That's to. smart. But as I was preparing for tonight's show, I was reading them and being like, these suck. 
And then I realized I wasn't reading my creepypastas document. I was yeah. reading what I had termed crappy pastas, where I picked some of the the like oh my God. some of the worst stories I've ever read, and I would drop those in a file as well, just in case I wanted. That's them really or something. funny. I almost considered dragging one out, but I don't want to just make fun yeah. of stuff. So um, anyway, so like I I love these stories. Yeah, I would um, when I first like found out about them. Because it didn't occur to me to, like, go online and start looking for new urban yeah, legends. Yeah, totally. Urban yeah. legends are, like, timeless. Right. How can there be new ones? Right. But there are. But, yeah, I mean, those came from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And once I found them out, yeah. uh, I found that out, I would just sit there and just read them. Yeah. Just read tons oh, of them. so fun. And I remember I was temping for a big-time pharmaceutical company. Yeah. And I was working, like, super late. Yeah. I was the only person in the office. And because I didn't get, like, vacation days or anything. I think it was around Christmas. Yeah. Everybody was off. <laughs> everybody was out on vacation. And I was just yeah. sitting in this cubicle farm. Yeah. Just, like, cubes as far as the eye could see. And just me in the center. Yeah. Reading scary stories. And cool. I would read some words about, like, somebody who's, like, watching somebody from afar. Yeah. And start just getting a chill down my spine. And literally, I stood up. And looked around to see if there was anyone around. Oh, I don't blame you. I and I'm not you. sure if I was looking to be comforted that there are other people here. Yeah. Or looking to be like, please tell me there's no one. I, yeah, I'd better be alone. Near me right now. Yeah. So always love them. Endlessly fascinated by them. Yeah. And I, I wish I could find the good ones. Now, I don't have the patience to read through a million of them to find something that I no. happen to like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess, but let, let's keep yeah. going before we even read the real story. Like, you? Any, any real sort of, like, history of reading... Urban legends, scary stories, or anything? Oh, I mean, uh, I guess not. I guess no? not. I don't know. I've always liked that There's kind like, of stuff, but I can't think of any distinct, like, memory or, like, thing about them. Yeah. I've always enjoyed them, but I don't think I have a firm okay. memory All right, about fair it. enough. Yeah. All right, well, this story that I've got here. Yeah. I do want to cite where I found it. Yeah. So I found this on a blog uh -huh. called, I don't know how to pronounce this. Okay. Saya. Okay. S A Y A. Mm -hmm. Saya in the Underworld. Cool. It's Saya in the Underworld. Blogspot. Com. Sweet. I found this literally by just searching for any blog that was sharing scary stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything. Yeah. And I found this story, which is a translation uh -huh. of a story that was posted on a Japanese forum. Cool. So I cannot find the original source. Yeah, right. But I have the closest thing, which is Saya in the Underworld.blogspot.com. So is this something that you searched some other time that you had saved, or were you looking for things for the show tonight? Like, this is, this is something you've this read is before? like a favorite of mine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For, right, for like right. years. Yeah. 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 So I made some alterations to it so that it, it's if you're reading it on a computer, uh -huh. it would make more sense than reading it out loud. Okay. So I just changed a couple of things. Okay. Just for the purposes of editorial clarity. Sure. I wanna I wanna let it be known what I've done here. There's a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This story is called, Who is it Why? Okay. And Y is supposed to be an initial to be like if somebody was calling you K okay. instead of Kristen. I picked a name because yeah. throughout the entire story, they just keep going like, and then Y did this, and Y walked into this room, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I picked a name I like. Oh, okay. I picked a Japanese name that I, I liked. Cool. Okay. Did, quick. Did you Google Japanese names to start with Y? You bet I did. Go ahead. All right. All right, so here we go. Yeah. This is the story. All right. Settling in for story hour. I've got my baba. Oh, <laughs> I didn't care for that. <laughs> Do kids just settle in for their story? Don't tell the story yet, Grandpa. i got to get my baba. Yeah, all right, anyway. <laughs> all right. This is a story I heard from my friend Yuwa. Hmm. Yuwa's grandfather died about two years ago. 
Yua loved his grandfather almost too much, and at the funeral he cried like a baby, not caring that other people were watching. It happened on the seventh day after his grandfather's death. On that day there was a storm warning for the area where Yua lived, and in spite of the murderous wind, Yua didn't have enough money on him to take a bus and had to walk home from school. He struggled all the way to keep himself from blowing away, and it was already past seven in the evening when he arrived home. He took out a key from his bag and opened the front door. As soon as he was in, he saw the door to his own room, which was visible from the front door, open, as if to welcome him. He could see from the opening that the light and the TV had been switched on, as well as the heater, the sole source of heat in his room. It must be Mom. She was considerate enough to have my room warmed up before I got home, Yua thought happily, as he called out to her voice, more cheerful than usual. I thought that was a strange distinction Mom. to make, that the heater's the main source of heat in the room. I know. Like, it, it doesn't. I'll, it's spoiler not, alert. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not wrong, but also that seems customary. Hmm. Yeah. The data seems superfluous. Yeah. <laughs> but strangely, no one answered Yua. He looked around the front door and noticed that neither his mom's or dad's shoes were there. Then he remembered everyone in the family, apart from Yua, was going to be home late, due to them attending a memorial service that was being held for his grandfather. Who could be home then? Why didn't Yua go? I thought right? the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, anyway. Uh, who could be home then? Yua was afraid it might be a burglar. A burglar is home. Very friendly burglar P.S. Like, got his room warmed up for him? Or maybe the burglar's like, well, I gotta burgle this home, but it's a little chilly in here. Yeah. Would it killed him to turn on the heat? Right, the heater, the main source of heat from this room. What? The only source, I mean. I'm trying to burgle these goods, but I've also caught a chill. My fingers. They're popsicles. <laughs> this is, I can't grab on anything. My circulation. I just... Oh, this is... I just... This isn't working. <laughs> Yua tiptoed to his room and fearfully peeked through the door. In the room, there sat Yua's dead grandfather with his back to the door. Ooh, that makes it worse. Yeah. The moment Yua realized that it was his grandfather, his fear vanished into thin air. Yua was the sort who could never watch horror movies without having someone beside him, but although he knew he was seeing a ghost, it was different when the ghost was his grandfather. Tears rushed to his eyes out of love and gratitude that his grandfather cared enough to visit him, even after death. Yua's grandfather gave a few of his characteristic coughs and clumsily scratched at the back of his head. Grandpa! When Yua called, his grandfather slowly stood up and turned around. As he turned, as if by a trick, the outline of his body became slightly blurred. His grandfather's face looked as if covered in red ink. Oh. Oh, Yua. Is it you? The voice was as he remembered, but the intonation was somewhat strange. It was too monotonous. His grandfather used to speak with a strong accent, but his voice sounded artificial, as if it had been computer-generated. Yua's grandfather took one feeble step towards him. What happened to you, Grandpa? Yua asked, growing anxious because his grandfather was acting strange. The ghost and again... And also because he was dead? Yeah. What's going on with you? Yeah, you're, you're being weird. You're being like a weirdo. <laughs> Ghostly gramps? Yeah. The ghost again coughed a few times and scratched his head. Which I... That is such weird behavior. Yeah. Like, if you think about any ghost, are they ghost? usually just kind of being like... <clears throat> yeah, right. 
just like normal. But that makes them seem like that makes them seem extra sort of yes, detached. It's eerie. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa, did you try to come home? When you were asked, his grandfather looked up at the ceiling as if he was trying to think a little and said, Oh. Oh, you are? Is it you? Uttering exactly the same phrase and in the same intonation as before. Yua found that disturbing and began to think that maybe, he, what he, that maybe what he was seeing in front of him was not his grandpa at all. His grandfather was still staring at the ceiling. From his fingers, some purplish-red liquid trickled to the floor, making a small pool on the carpet. Moreover, when Yua looked at him more closely, he noticed that his grandfather's arm was bent at an unnatural angle. Ugh, I and, never like that. And the length between the shoulder and the elbow was longer than a normal person's upper arm should be. His grandpa wasn't like that at all when he was alive. Maybe this thing was something that was pretending to be his grandpa. Yua slowly started to back away, being careful not to make any noises. Despite that, the thing that was pretending to be his grandpa seemed to have realized Yua's intention, and, stretching only its neck, he stared at Yua. Oh, oh no. It's looking at me. The moment Yua thought it, the thing's face was right in front of him. Its body was still standing still. The only parts that moved were its head and neck. The neck was now like an overstretched rubber band. Before his eyes, purplish red bubbles foamed around its mouth. Ew, I hate foamy mouths in things. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yua. Is it you? Oh my god. You were screamed. He ran for his life and took refuge in the nearest bookshop. He was scared to be alone in the house. He could not go back inside until the rest of the family was home, by which time it was past 9pm. He told them what happened, but none took him seriously. That night he was forced to sleep in his own room, where the Red Grandfather appeared. Ooh, Red Grandfather. I know. Yua felt uneasy. Whenever he closed his eyes, he feared that he would see that red face the moment he opened his eyes again. But in the end, fatigue took the better of him, and he fell asleep. When he woke the next morning, his face somehow felt itchy. He went to the bathroom and looked at himself in the mirror. His face was wet with purplish-red juice. Ew. From then on, he stopped sleeping in his room, because he wasn't sure if he could manage to escape like the last time, if the thing appeared to him again. To this day, Yua still says, that was definitely not my grandfather. Ugh. That's a messed up one. I can see why that would stay with you. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. The it's entire, so strange. It's very strange. I really enjoy yeah. uh, uh, Japanese concepts of horror yeah. and monsters. They have some... Uh, I, I haven't um, ex experienced many of them. Like I, We'll definitely have to talk about yeah. some in the future then. Because every... Actually, like, nothing. Like, I've always wanted to see The Grudge. I never have. Oh, boy. I've never seen Ringu. The, um, the Japanese pre-make of The Ring? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it. Okay. So I guess I just know that Japanese horror is a thing. Yeah, and it's J -horror. A huge, Yeah, and that it's a huge deal. Sure. But I don't think I've actually actually ever 
experience it. I, I haven't seen a ton. Everything yeah. that I've seen I find especially disturbing. Yeah. It seems like their concept of what, like, the afterlife is. Yeah. What goes do, what they want. Right. Why they become sort of demonic spirits are so dark and, and warped. And some oh, of them... I did see The Grudge, I think. I just remembered. Anyway. They're so different from yeah. any of the ghost stories that I was aware of as a kid. Yeah. They're so much more chilling because I, I don't understand them. Do they involve kids a lot? I th- I mean I don't know I guess I, I'm yeah. not I'm not uh, learned reason, enough I to really feel be able like to that's say like like uh, a trope yeah a trope or like a mascot of J horror is like a little kid demon or ghost or something like screaming yeah I don't know I, don't I know. mean the kid in the grudge makes cat sounds oh uh, yeah yeah Toshio yeah, yeah Toshio um but yeah so this story yeah when I first read it I. I, I didn't really even know what to make of it. Yeah. The idea of the grandfather not being the grandfather. Yeah. Because let's let's think of it this way, right? So, uh, Yua, mm-hmm. I gave him that name. Mm-hmm. Yua goes home, and he sees his grandfather sitting in his bedroom with his back to the door. Right. And then he seems surprised that anyone's there at all. Yeah. I always, when I read the story, I envision the grandfather, even when he's looking at Yua, mm-hmm. his eyes aren't focused. It's like he's seeing Ugh, through God, him. God, William. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Did I do it? Was it creepy? Yeah. Yes. I wonder if I can do it to the camera. I think that the glare from your <laughs> specs is... That was worth a try. Yeah. But, like, uh, the idea that he's, like, there, almost as if he's a ghost to the grandfather. Yeah. The grandfather senses a presence, but can't really There's, like, in it. different dimensions that are, for some reason, overlapping. Yeah. Or he's, or he's like, for some reason, blind or something. Yeah. But if that's a monster that's pretending to be his grandfather... Yeah. You'd assume that there is some sort of agenda or motive. Right. And yet he's very, sort of, like, floaty. Yeah. And then it's almost as if he's caught in a time loop, mm-hmm. or is having, like... This is a crazy thing to say about a ghost, but is having, like, a cognitive... Yeah. Uh, uh, disorder. Yeah. Where he's like lost in thought and goes, oh. Yeah, it happens again. That's is it f- you? Freaky. And then forgets. Yeah. Oh. And then finally when he seems certain that you was in the room. Your eyeball thing makes it way freakier. Oh, I wish that like I could just do the it con- to the camera. Like the then. concept though. How scary can- is it? That That freaks me out. More. It's even worse because than, of you saying that. It genuinely does. It, it like, seems freaks. like he like can't get a beat on you somehow, but <sighs> he he wants to. Yeah. Uh. Uh. And then the fact that once he like really seems to know that you was there and yeah. he is focused, but maybe he still can't really like find him. Oh my god! He's looking for him. His body's not really moving, but his Your head. Your embellishments make the story way scarier. His head is just. Is Ew, it you? Stop it, William. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's freaky. Oh, that's great. I hope my ghost does that. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> don't. How terrifying is that? It, honestly, it was like a cool, creepy story. Genuinely, your add-ons to it about the eyes and sh- it's freaking me out. And the fact that it, like, it, it, its body can be over here and its neck is just like, it's almost as if it's making approximations of what a human does. Yeah. Right? This thing is pretending to be his grandfather, doesn't really know how people work, but he knows that they can look. Uh-huh. So it just keeps its body here and then just cranes around. That's so freaky. Like, there was a thing about Nosferatu. Yeah. Like, the movie Nosferatu. Uh-huh. Where um, the guy, I think his name was Max Shrek, mm-hmm. one of the telltale things that Nosferatu would do yeah. is that he'd creep into a room and then he'd look at you and then turn his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Ew, stop. <laughs> Don't dinosaurs do that or something? Maybe just because you're doing this, you look like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I meant to say 
You know, like, like what dinosaurs do. Can't you picture, like, the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park when they're, like, stalking that little girl who people think is Kirsten Dunst but isn't? Them, like, creeping by the kitchen and then eyes and then being like... Yeah, a little bit. Well, right? so weirdly, like, what, what you just made me think of is the fact that, like, uh, I think the way that dinosaurs were shown in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and the way that birds walk, which uh-huh. are descended from dinosaurs, yeah. is that their heads are always level. So the body may be running, like, oh, but oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> Is that like yeah. that vulture from Looney Tunes? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> vulture from Looney Tunes? Maybe it was from Tiny Tunes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. But um, yeah, I feel like that's the way the grandfather is too. His head is very like bird-like. It's doing whatever it wants <sighs> aside from the body. Is there a thing where like Freddy Krueger does that at some point? Or, or does he just have like a humongous neck that gets like really long at some point? He stretches his arms out uh-huh, in the first okay. one. I know that. I That's know a weird you... detail in this Who Is It You story too, about the arms being like the wrong proportions. Yeah, how strange is yeah, that? Yeah, it's like just weird. Yeah. Like not necessarily like horrific, but yeah. like it's horrific in how just sort of like off kilter it is. Yeah, and particularly like, odd. Yeah. Where like you'd be like, this thing is masquerading as a person. Yeah. And it didn't do a great job. Right. It Ugh. did a pass. Well, it, like at a glance, I was like, oh, it's him. But the more I look at it, the more wrong it is. Right. Um, I don't know why its face is like beet red, like yeah. purpley red. Yeah. That's frightening. I don't know yeah. why his face, Yuba's face at the end becomes red. It's almost as if he's cursed in some yeah. way. Um, I do, uh, one last thing I have to say about this story mm-hmm. at all, because again, I have no source material, I yeah. do not know the mythological origins of this kind of monster or yeah. anything, is that, um, it very much, one of the things I think that makes it scary for me, mm-hmm. is there is, there is a monster in the Legend of Zelda series mm-hmm. that Ooh. only shows up, <laughs> when I tell you about this thing, it only shows up, I think, twice, mm-hmm. ever. It is called the Dead Hand, mm-hmm. something like that. And what it is, you walk into a room that appears to be empty, except there are these white things sticking out of the ground. Yeah. And as you approach them, you realize that they are like stalks with uh-huh. what look like hands at the top. Uh-huh. And if you approach them, they immediately reach out and grab uh-huh. your head. Yeah. And they hold you in place while the body of the monster appears. And it is this gelatinous uh-huh. white thing that is staring straight up Ooh. and waddling toward you. Ooh. And when it finally comes near you, it pauses and then looks down at you. <laughs> and then it starts biting you. I don't like the idea of an evil waddle, though, no. either. It's freaky. I don't like it. And yeah, its body cause, is Because it like, has the leeway to waddle. Yeah. It doesn't have to rush. And its body is, like, white as if it drowned or something. Ew. But with blotches of red. It Ew. is disgusting. Ew. It has giant teeth and a distended jaw. Man. And it feels like the monster yeah. in this story. And it always freaked me out. And then I read this as an adult. Yeah. And it freaked me out again. That really is freaky. I really like this story. And it's something that like is so different from anything else I've ever yeah. ever read. It's yeah. not a very conventional story at all. No. Yeah. I like it too. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Well, Thank I, you. I feel like that's a... Uh, uh, an approval of my taste. Yeah, it's it's really cool yeah. and really unique. That's pretty rad. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, uh, I think this blog is not active anymore. Okay. But I got once again from Saya in the Underworld. Saya in the Underworld. Blogspot. Com. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Okay. Why don't All we right. Pivot now, Kristen. All right. Pivot. So I picked a local urban legend. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. To, well, local to New Jersey. Okay. Which is where we live. And um, you may have read about this if you've ever read Weird New Jersey. It got a lot of play there. I'm sure that's... It's so, it's definitely where I heard about it. Yeah. At the very least, Weird New Jersey is a local magazine yep. that collects like 
uh, uh, creepy stories about like like landmarks, mm-hmm. local legends, whatever. It comes out a also just like a local year. personalities, like yeah. on the less creepy side, just like that weird guy who you've driven by who's waving, waving Willie. Yeah, yeah. If, if that's a thing in your town or city or state, like you we have, have your own like waving Willie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they um, did they branch out and have like weird Alabama. Yes, they did. Yeah, that makes they sense. They had a show. There was Weird US on the History Channel, which I've never seen. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. And they have weird books, yeah. like weird blah 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 huh. um, that I've always wanted to read. Maybe we can end up in weird New Jersey as we're doing a, a weird podcast. Oh, I would love that. Are you okay? That'd be like a huge honor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I, laughing at this scenario. I'm laughing because you looked so touched at, at like a throwaway like, hey, what if? Maybe, maybe. I know. We can try. I went to a signing of the weird New Jersey guys once. I love weird oh, New I Jersey. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... So, let me just bring up my notes in case I need to reference them, but um, it's the story of Bumps Road, or 13 Bumps Road. Oh. Have you heard of that before? Maybe. Maybe. Um, it's in Wachung, and the general story, and then I'll backtrack a little bit into more of the history of it, but the general story is that there's this really, like, turny road um, in Wachung, and it's like an old man's elbow type of road. Yeah. And the legend is that there are these 13 bumps in the road. Almost like speed bumps. Yes. Okay. And what they are are 13 buried witches on the road. Oh, that's cool. So the legend, there's some variation in what the legend is, but one ver I mean, they're very, very close, but the legend is that if you drive over the bumps and you count them as you're driving, one uh, one kind of like theory of legend is that you can count them in your head, just like you're going over each bump. And then it's like at meditation, the, as long as you are yeah. applying some element of focus to as it. As long as you come back to the bump when your mind wanders, it still counts as you <laughs> being mindful of the bumps. She's a yoga um, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so you drive down the road and count the bumps at the end. If you say thirteen witches, and then you turn around, all the witches are going to be behind your car. Whoa! Then the other version, which is almost the same, to is what that, end? Do you know, like, know. They'll just no, be like, probably no good. Probably no good. <laughs> Which is funny. No, there's no that I found. <laughs> Just Fly off the ground. <laughs> I know. And then the other um, variation, which is almost the same, but I just think it's interesting, like the little like tweaks in legends and urban legends, things yeah. like that, is that you have to count the bumps out loud. That you have to okay. go one, two, three, four to 13. And then once you've done 13, you don't have to say 13 witches or anything. Once you hit 13, then you turn around, the witches are back there. Huh. Interesting. So the story behind this, there's like a story that branches off of the story. It's like so crazy. I, this part I didn't know. Okay. Um, so what ha- what had happened was that back in the 1800s there was this town and this is definitely for real there was this town called Feltville that somebody named, da- named David Felt built and developed because he opened a paper mill and he created a little town for the workers of his paper mill to live in with their families. Wow. And it's like a weird situation they called him King David because he was very like Rulesy because he was their boss and made this town for them to live in. Yeah, that ha- the town was like founded in 1845. There was a bell that rang through the town each day, like you're in camp for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and church. Wow. Um, and it's now deserted. King David. 
And it's known as the deserted village. It's a thing today that you can go visit because it gets deserted through the course of the story that I'm going to tell you. You can go to the Wachung Reservation, which is in Berkeley Heights. The um, deserted village is run by the Parks Department. Or it's like, you know, like, it's not really run, but like that's their dom- It's looked over they're, by yeah, the Parks Department. Yes, the, yeah, yeah. And there are these old, broken down, like, half houses and stuff that you can just go walk around and look at. And you can, like, look in the windows and some of them have, like, murals in them and stuff. Yeah. Um, really weird and cool. I would like to go there now. King David, King David, <laughs> no one's around. I just rang the church bell, but I'm goofing around. <laughs> you round around and around. Well. <laughs> Which we were just... Um, round and around. Right before we were recording, I was complaining about lame rhymes. <laughs> now I really annoyed That was me. a cool rhyme. That's meant to uh, pester, pester the spirit of King David. <laughs> I bet it'll work. When the church bell rings, you go to church. Not play around. <laughs> you have to wait for the play around bell for that. <laughs> so, over the five over five years since its inception, it grew to about 175 people, and then over the course of two years, eleven children were went missing. And then were found killed and mutilated Ooh. by like the edge of town, like so the edge of the woods and town. Dude, that's like a that's a Blair Witch thing. Yes. So at first they they assumed that it was like wild animals or something like that. So like hunters and and people were like going into the woods to try to like set up traps, do all this stuff to make it stop, but it wasn't stopping. Yeah. And so then eventually. Um, I'll just read the quote because I, I was like paraphrasing and writing. I was like, this is exactly what I want to say. Why am I doing this? Um, so then eventually in desperation and confusion, they started to turn on each other. They blamed the murders on devils and demons that couldn't be seen. The town eventually turned all of that focus on one family, a kindred of 13 sisters who lost both their parents at a young age. Surprisingly, the 13 sisters whose age ranged from 10 to 26, were doing fine. They had a local crop field which blossomed each season, even through the most jarring weather. Residents took this as an omen and accused the family of witchcraft. They claimed that the witches sacrificed the children children to pagan gods for the good of their crops. Wow. That's like Children of the Corn. Is it? I don't remember. They think that... I I think there's a god... It's a Stephen King book. (laughs) I think it's Thanks about. Like aware of no, 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 I think no, it's no, about okay. a corn god. <laughs> oh, do, oh, do they sacrifice children to the corn god? Yeah, he who walks b- among the rows or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, a corn, What's a scary kid's name in Children of the Corn? Like Jedediah or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so then, this is another place where the story diverges a little bit. Yeah. Um, one story is that the sisters were tried and then hanged. Yeah. Another story is that the town just like went and rounded them up. Basically, yeah. they did like just hang them. Yeah. Ba- basically, just like went after them. Yeah. Um, and then so either way, they killed them. And the story is that right before they were killed, they cursed the town, um, for doing that to them. And the townspeople buried them on the main road as a reminder of those crimes. Wow. And so then how the deserted, deserted village became the deserted village is, first of all, David Felt was still living right there when that happened. And then he, like, bounced. He, like, made some deal in New York or something and moved to New York. So, like, King David was gone. Probably nobody's around to ring the bells. They lost faith. But, um, but Without King David. Yeah, what are we going to stay in yeah. Feltville for? Yeah. So, um, so he left. I would then, love to be like King Willie and be like, no, I'm ringing the bell. It means we watch Scream. It's lunchtime and then Scream yeah. and then a Scream round table. Yeah. 
Just yeah. between me and Kristen. Yes, exactly. You all have to sit and listen <laughs> as we tell you how much we like Scream again. Yeah. <laughs> Probably with some new points every single day. Yeah. Until we die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah. So then David Felt left, and over the next several years, um, there was a lot of, like, illness in the town, and their crops were all crappy, and it was just like... This place is like really gone to the dogs. So the town be- became deserted because the residents of it either died or left. Yeah. So they, so yeah, there are 13 witches buried under the road or whatever. And part of the weirdness of it, then, and then there are some explanations that are more like grounded in reality, but part of the weirdness of it, and this really, this really is true. Um, even in modern day, they've paved over that road before, but the bumps always, reappear. Oh, that's cool. Like that's that's for real. That's for a real. true mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And so it kind of adds to the legend. Like they, the witches don't want to be forgotten, yeah. basically. Yeah. So during or um in one of the articles that I read about, which was like a new it may have been like NJPatch.com or something, I can't remember, they were talking to the mayor of Wachung about it. And he was like no, and he's like, my my family has lived here in this area since the 1800s. I only started hearing of this story 10 years ago. Huh. Um, and he said that there are those bumps in the road, but that they were created there because back in the day when there were horses and buggies, it is a really, really steep road that they made them so that when you're going up the road, you couldn't slide backwards. I know. Um, like, I've never, I've, I've not experienced In the, the winter? Bumps. What do you mean? Right? Like, you're not going to slide backward any other time, I guess. Maybe that's a silly question. Well, I think the road is so steep, and maybe it was that, like, the buggies are, like... The buggies are going to roll back. There's no horsepower. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's little... They're, but, like, you know... They're providing resistance to the horsey. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, okay. yeah. But the, but the, I found that confusing, too, actually. They In everything I read, it said so they don't slide back. And I was like, well, how's a horse going to slide back? Yeah, I guess it's so that, it you know, that if from, you create any sort of leveled environment, right. a bump... Gives it a little more sort of traction, like, yeah, but not sliding back. So I thought that was interesting too. That's almost like a different kind of urban legend, right? Because that sounds like something that somebody said once and then it just got repeated because it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that doesn't really like make I a lot read of it from different sources and each of them said that it was so that horse and buggy carriages can't uh, slide back. It, it must mean in the winter because if they don't, they're not putting down like icy hot. <laughs> well, first of all, icy hot's for your muscles. Well, you wouldn't put that on a horse. <laughs> right, right, so you're that's, right. Now that's what you're I right. meant. I'm embarrassed. Right? Now right. that's what I meant. You're right. But like you wouldn't you wouldn't put salt down on an icy yeah. like road or something, but if a horsey has to climb it mm-hmm. with a big carriage, yeah. like maybe it would be like I, and then slide down the hill. Completely. I just think it's interesting that they like people use the phrasing about them rolling back. I think yeah. it's similar. You just like hear that and you're like, well, that's a logical explanation. I'm going to keep is. saying that. Yeah. So it's almost like the logical urban legend. Yeah, interesting. Um, and so the other thing that kind of combated the idea about the bumps reappearing was that he said that. Um, they, when they repaved it for the first time in 1993, it's like a super huge, well, my impression, they, he said that they didn't even get to the bumpy part yet where the bumps are. So like they didn't reappear. They were just never covered. Yeah. Um, and then they were, they did do that part. He said it was in 1993, the thing that people talk about and say that they were, they reappeared that didn't reach the bumpy part. Um, so it's not that they, they reappear, it's that they never were paved over, but they did repave that part in 2011, and they did appear again. Wow. Yeah. 
Very weird. Totally. That's cool. Yeah, so that's the legend of either Bumps Road or 13 Bumps Road in Wachung Reservation. Wow, very cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, again, I wonder like what it is to just be like, yeah, and then the witches will appear behind you. I know! You know, like it feels like that's one of those things where it's like, I guess maybe that's scary enough on its own. I but guess, I wonder why the legend isn't more like I didn't you see any elaboration there or something. I assume they follow you home or something, but right, it was yeah. not explicitly stated. Huh. And then when they follow you home, what's going to happen? Cool. I wonder if there's any sort of legend about why New Jersey has so many weird things. I would like to know that. I don't right? know. Like, is there an overarching thing about us? That'd be interesting because, like, I remember in New Orleans, they say that there are so many, um, like, hauntings and things like that because. Of people coming over from, I can't remember where, but there were lots of ships mm-hmm. coming with people that had all kinds of diseases and things Yellow like that. Fever. So there was a lot of death in New Orleans. Yes. Um, bodies piled yeah. high. Like yeah. almost like a, a story of yeah. bodies. And yeah. some of them were still living. Yeah. But uh, I would like to look into that because it, t- it really does seem like New Jersey does have like... Yeah. And I don't think it's just because we live here. Like there does seem to be a... Is dearth the right word? Is that a lot or is that a little? A dearth. Huh. If you have a dearth of something, is it like, oh man, this is barren, or is it like, whew. Well, Fred so Durst. So many. Sure, it certainly is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It must mean a lot. It must mean a lot. So there's a whole dearth of um, crazy, scary stories yeah. in New Jersey. Come on. Um, yeah, yeah. We should go to a place. We should yeah. go to a scary spot. Like, I used to do a couple for, I know. for I was... a Killer. I went to a couple of places. We went to, like, a oh, yeah. grave. That's nearby. Let's do it again. I'll talk about that story. We went to Jay and Bob's and, and yeah. saw the real Prussian kissing devil skull. Yeah. Which I now have a replica of in my home. Yeah, it's But awesome. like with this show, we should we should do I would, some sort of like on the scene reporting. Yeah, we can go to the devil's tree. Some, oh, I've been to the devil's tree. I think I have. I, is there some sort of... I think I've driven by the devil's tree on the way to some like big tower thing. That I don't know. Uh, that I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, I drove past yeah. the Devil's Tree, and the yeah. person I was with got too scared and refused to linger. I remember not not the time that I think I went to it. I I think I drove by the Devil's Tree, or something, but it wasn't this time. I remember there was a guy I knew who said that he peed on the Devil's Tree. What? Whoa! Oh, I know. I bet you can guess who. I won't say. But whoa! <laughs> Yikes! You're so bad. He's got who such knew guts. peeing on the Devil's Tree could be so evil? <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. What a big boy. Yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Sweet. That was good. That yeah. worked out nicely. Yeah. I was wondering what it would be like to just sit here and, and like, read a story or something. Was that weird or was that fun? I thought it was really fun. It was fun? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. I loved it. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I'm just loving it. For uh, this week's yep. Guide to the Unknown. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank yes. you so much for listening and or watching. Mm-hmm. Of course, this show is an audio podcast and it's available on YouTube. And Will's making really cool like graphics and stuff. So I would say to go check out YouTube. Yeah, there's Crazy. some. I'm, I'm trying to do some uh, uh, kind of goofball stuff. Wacky graphies. Yeah. Uh, so go check it out. You know what? Yeah. I had an idea for something and I think I want to do it. Okay. Uh, I, I got... Uh-huh. Everybody knows about these books, the scary yeah. stories to to tell in the dark. Yes, uh, I think a lot of people read these when they were kids. They would rent them from the library constantly. Yep, scary stories and with really screwed up art. <laughs> yeah, um, the art is by a man named Stephen Gamble. I believe so freaky. Yeah, I can't believe it's for kids. His name is Stephen Gamble. Yeah, they re-released uh, this series of books uh, a couple years ago and replaced the art, and people were very upset about it. So, oh, by yeah. popular demand, they restored the original art. Because <laughs> the art 
is disturbing. It is very disturbing. All of it looks very sort of like it's very watercolory it looking. Bloody. It does, but it also looks kind of like hairy and weird. There are yeah. always like strings of things. Cracks. Um, so anyway, I I got the the completed trilogy pack of of scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. And I I have not opened it. Yeah. Uh. I want to do a giveaway here on Guide to the Unknown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Brand yeah. new show. Brand new podcast. Yeah. I want everybody to have a good time. Great. Um. So I'm thinking. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm in the mood for for giveaways. I love that. I've done another one elsewhere. Uh huh. And so uh, I want to do this one. Awesome. So uh, what we did on another podcast that I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, called Welcome to Jackass. Uh huh. What we've said is. If you leave us a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, uh-huh. if you tell people about our show, if you help spread the word, yeah. uh, uh, you can be entered to awesome. win this item. Very cool. Um, so what that means is go leave your reviews on Apple yeah. Podcasts, wherever. Write a blog post or mm-hmm. a Facebook post, whatever you got to do to get the word out there. You have to make sure you let us know. Right. Because I won't necessarily see it wherever you do it on the internet. You got to clue us into it. Send us a link. Send us a screenshot. Yeah. Uh, you can tweet at us at GTTUpod. Mm-hmm. Uh, with your screenshots, and you'll be yeah. entered, and uh, we will or randomly maybe pick email, one person. A lot of people don't have Twitter. Yeah, sure. You could yeah. also email. Yeah, we you have... could do gttupod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, whatever you've got to do, just let us know. Yeah. We will randomly pick uh, a winner. Cool. And uh, we'll send out this uh, three pack of scary stories to tell in the dark with the original terrifying artwork of Stephen Gamble. Very awesome, yeah. Will. Yeah. Well, that'd be a fun thing to do. Yeah, that's Why a good idea. Let's start this show off on a good foot. Absolutely. I'm into it. Yeah. Cool. All right, you guys. All right. Uh, well, I think that is going to do it for us. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening or watching. Yep. We hope you had as good a time as we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you do follow that account all over the internet to stay up to date with what we're doing. Yeah. You I'm also... having a lot of fun using that. Uh, it's cool. I've seen. Yeah, Kristen's been tweeting and retweeting a I'm lot of like cool, active freaky on, stuff. Um, the guides of the unknown it's accounts. Great. It's fun. It's great. You guys I are have gonna an outlet follow for it. like all the like weird, creepier it's stuff. It's nice that we finally have an outlet for all this stuff because yes. we've been doing it anyway. We've been interested Completely. anyway, and now we can we can consolidate it yeah. and distill it into a potent little place. Really Guide to the it. unknown. Totally. So yeah, follow us everywhere. Yeah, and if you want, you can even follow us individually. Yeah. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Haunted Sponge. Uh, and uh, if you want to keep up to date with what we're doing through our production company, TalkBomb.com, you can mm-hmm. find every show we've ever done. Yep. Including, actually, our old podcast, Book yep. Club Schmook Club. Mm-hmm. We did a creepypasta that turned into a novel. Oh, it was yeah. a book review mm-hmm. show. So we took this story that was called Pen Pal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy who wrote it was incredibly popular. His name was yep. Thousand Vultures. Mm-hmm. He did a Kickstarter, got the book made published it, we reviewed it on Book Club Schmook Club. So you can go track down that episode too. Everything is available at TalkBomb.com. Yeah. So until next time, we meet to talk about more scary stuff. You know what we gotta do. We must travel. Back to the netherworld. Go with it. Look at the cool bones you have. You're squandering them. Yeah. Or do you guys have anything that squeaks you want to chew yeah. on? Or, or like crumbs, you want to like knock some stuff off the table? Yeah, how'd that be? Like whatever you guys want, you know? Like you know? Like right? Like crumbs? Like crumbs like you know? You like know? totally, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be so fun? Yeah. Alright. Go relax. Mr. Good Boy. They are good. They're being dogs. They're, I know. They're I know. doing what doggies do. I it's know. fine. They're fine. Okay. Alright. <laughs>